Welcome to the 30 Pause Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Clark. On this podcast, myself and a few guests along the way are here to help you navigate what it's really like riding the roller coaster of emotions through that third decade of life. We're here to laugh at ourselves, live our truth, to inform, be fabulous, darlings. So thank you for joining and hop on the roller coaster of emotions and be sure to hold on to your nipples. We're about to enter 30 Pause. This week's episode, I am talking about dating. What it's like dating as a single person in your 30s. We take breaks, then we're like, yeah, let's hop on these apps. And then we're like, oh my God, what is happening? So I didn't want my like one-sided perspective. So I decided to have my friend Berkeley come on uh, the show And um, we're going to give both homo and hetero perspectives of dating, which really there aren't that big of differences um, in such thing. Um, And we're just going to kind of go over, you know, how much energy it takes to date, emotional, physical, mental energy. And he gave me a wonderful idea of knowing how to use this tennis match analogy when you actually do click with someone. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome my guest, Berkeley. Her music, her music actually really, really got me through the panty D. Like, yeah. really, that was one of the artists that I was just like, she's really getting me through this panorama, this panini sandwich we're in. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah, when I need, when I need spiritual guidance, I turn to the women. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. I turn to the women. When I need any kind of guidance, I turn to the women. When I need uh, sexual energies, I'm listening to uh, the, what is it? The harpoonist and the axe murderer. Uh, that's, <laughs> you know, or Orville Peck, you know. Yes. Oh, my country. Yes. I love me some Orville Peck. <laughs> uh, actually, my necklace says howdy. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I but it. you know, I stand for uh, a country moment. That's just my roots. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's who I some am. Some of them, some of them, some of them. That some of them. Well, flag. you know, an Orville Peck, a Dolly Parton. Yes. Um, I absolutely loved like a '90s classic country moment. A little t- oh. Tanya Tucker. Ooh, mm-hmm. I love me some mm-hmm. Tanya Tucker, honey. Some classic country female yes. singers. Yes, because the female singers were always given it. Give me um, the, the jazz singers. Were, mm-hmm. oh. oh my God, love is alive and on the breakfast <laughs> table. Yes. Oh, oh. R.I.P. Mama Judd. R.I.P. Yes. And yes. Angela Lansbury, I just saw. Oh, I know, I know. <clears throat> well, ninety-six years old, she lived a full life. What an icon! What a legend! Consummate performer. On, I mean, literally, she was performing up until like five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And as I used to call it, bread knobs and boomsticks. Uh, <laughs> that was my favorite film ever because it was just, it was everything for me as a child besides Never Ending Story. It was yes. fantastical. It was great. Uh, Mick Flannery, by the way, 
Uh, he's really good. He's an Irish kind of country singer. You should check Ooh, him out too. Okay. Irish okay. country. He's kind of yeah. rough edge, but okay. like, eh, he's gorgeous too. So it helps. <laughs> I need I need some draw. I need some heavy. Like, yes. I need some men with some feeling. Well, honey, you're um, a Southern belle through and through. So <laughs> that's just <laughs> you got uh, Texas blood. born. Uh, Texas, Texas born. born now. I don't claim the state, but I was born. <laughs> She's the Dixie chick of Texas, honey. (laughs) (laughs) I need I need another perspective who just gets it. And I was like, Berkeley gets it. (laughs) I do. Uh, I do. I've been at it for uh, six years now since May of 2016. Uh, I never dated, um, never did any of that stuff. Uh, up until I was 25 and that's when I had my first kiss and we know how that went first kiss first everything first 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 mm-hmm. uh as an uh, adult you know um, I was at Gulf Coast mm-hmm. and uh it changed my trajectory and my plans entirely and um you know uh another person's wants and needs um suddenly became mine yeah. And and then when the dissolution of that happened and I found out what was going on for real, for real, uh, honey, I rebound quick. <laughs> uh, I don't know the energy I had in my 30 paws, uh, uh-huh. but honey, I, I paused for like a second, you know, like you used to do on your disc man. <clears throat> pause for just like a second, honey, and I got to the next track and I hit play and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> Not two weeks after I found out what went down for real. I was like, oh, hell no. Ain't no grass growing under my feet. Uh, I didn't want to uh, at the same time, but I was like, I have to. Like, it was just some mm-hmm. instinctual thing. Like, I had to know yeah. um, that I could do it. And uh, I was fortunate enough to, you know, throw the dice and, and land on some good numbers. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know how much detail you want me to go into here, but I, I, I definitely punched up and... Uh, landed a uh, a fun one at that time mm-hmm. uh, i think so this all happened may 13th and I, literally by may 26th uh me and this guy started you know he, we exchanged numbers on one of the dating apps and he lived in pensacola i was in panama city beach at the time mm-hmm. um and he would send like little video messages on the iphone you know how you could send like um those disappearing ones yeah and I would send them back and he would keep mine. So I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And no strings, nothing like that. It was just fun. And, you know, I had no expectations in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was exactly what I needed. And maybe, um, you know, over the years, you know, we've reconnected and, and done stuff. Um, but there were there was no expectation because with that, it was purely like uh, the Christina Aguilera song, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> and for the listeners, let me get mine. You can get yours. Exactly. I was gonna say. And for the <laughs> listeners, yeah, we need to know what Christina's song. Well, Sorry, I want to. I want to kind of go in because dating in your thirties, in in modern day thirty something, I think a lot of times, like for me personally, like I go through like like spouts like like okay I have the energy to do this and then okay I don't have the energy to do this um and like kind of like you were saying um you know you go through um the 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 thoughts of like oh well this is fun and I don't have any expectations 
I don't really have any expectations anymore. Um, and I don't have any expectations of anyone else. And I think I'm finding because I am dating a lot of people who are divorced um, or recently, you know, uh, out of a long term relationship. I haven't been in a long term relationship that lasted si- over six months in almost 10 years. So for me, I'm just kind of like, uh, okay, I feel like, and I don't know if this is just the energy of kind of where I'm at, but for me, I just feel like at this point, there, the other party is wanting more than what I'm giving. And I'm dating more like the man, I hate to say and put gender to it, but I'm, I'm dating more in the masculine energy than, than they are like the, the energies I'm more masculine and they're more feminine. Like, Oh, well, I miss you or, Oh, I, and I'm like, Ugh, what, what, what is that? Yeah. Like, because for me, for me, I'm just kind of like, yeah, like, let's have fun. Like, let's let it flow. Let it happen. Like, I want everything to be like you were saying earlier, like that tennis match, like you throw it and I throw it back. And, and there isn't these like really high expectations of like, oh my God, when am I going to see you next? Or when can I, you know, da, da, da. like, it's almost, I hate to say that cliche, but it's almost like, is it you're thirsty or is it the fact that you haven't dated in 10 years because you're now recently divorced or you're um, just getting out of a long-term relationship? But like, that's not what dating is for me. Dating is supposed is fun. And, yeah. and I think for myself, I have chosen, um, to live my life as such because that's when I, I'm most happy. I, I have always kind of been a little bit of a loner as much as I am of a social person. Like I cherish my alone time. So like, no, I don't want to see someone every day. I don't want to have this expectation like, oh, when am I going to see you next? Whenever I fucking feel like it. That's what I'm going right. to <laughs> Like, well, that's what I'm going right. to see next. I'm also, you know, a lot of times, like, I, I know that maybe for some, it's probably a hard um, thing to wrap around their brain. But, like, I'm really busy. Yeah, exactly. We're not like, in our I'm, I'm really busy. Like I have two jobs. I have this podcast. That's the third job. And I not job. I mean, it's my passion Which project, of course, but thank you so much. But I, I need to spend time doing this. This is also a priority of mine. I also need my alone time. I'm also such a service to others that if I have a day to myself and all I want to do is sleep and nap, I'm a fucking sleeping nap. <laughs> you earned I'm, that right. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be out here being, like, available all the time. And so I have been doing my own, like, work of embracing more of my feminine side and things like that. But I also think that a certain other half, like, can bring that out in me, too. So the chemistry is is paramount. The chemistry is absolutely paramount. I have to have it. I have to have the pussy 
quivers, honey. And I wish, I wish I actually, I wish I actually, um, made that up. I did not. I got that from, um, the Dax Shepard, uh, the Dax Shepard podcast. What's it called armchair expert him and his mm-hmm. uh, co-host Monica. They're ta- they mm-hmm. call them the PQs. And it's so true. Like I gotta have the PQs for you yes. or like, yeah. I'm, you know, like it's in for in your, or in your case, the, the, CW, or the CWs, the yes. cock wiggles, honey, the cock wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> if there are PQs or CWs, then we gotta, that's what's the point, you know? Yeah. yeah. I know that this might sound or come off arrogant or I don't know. I don't know what this is going to come off maybe to listeners or to pe- other people, but. I make a great date. Like, I'm a great date. You know your worth. I'm a conversationalist. I can pretty much talk to anybody. I can talk to a homeless person on the street, or I can talk to some executive in a boardroom. It doesn't matter. I can Mm -hmm. talk to anybody. I can relate to anybody. I am a chameleon naturally in that sense. I have a podcast. Of course, I'm a conversationalist. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a honey. I'm a Gemini moon. Like, this is what I do. Okay. But at the same time, I'm just like thinking to myself, this isn't in my head. I can, I can be in the middle of the date and be like, I'm having a good time, but I'm not going to sleep with you. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. how many and dates there's have that you expectation. Yes. And that's the, like, is that the expectation? Cause like at this point, like I'm not, th- there's absolutely, you know, gosh, very rare that I'm going to be sleeping with someone on the first date. I'm not knocking if you do, but it's very rare if I am, because there's usually not any PQs or, you know, he's a gentleman. He's like, oh, let me not, let me not, you know, and I appreciate that too. So I've had, I've had multiple dates, hundreds of dates. I, I feel like I truly have had hundreds of dates, but at the same time, it's just that chemistry is paramount. Just because I'm I'm holding your attention, just because I'm looking you in the eye, I'm respecting you. You're in front right. of me. You know, right. my phone, my phone is down and, and face down. I'm not I'm not doing any of those things because I have manners and respect yeah. for the person in front of me. But please let's not get that twisted for romantic like endeavors (laughs) right right you know what i'm saying because this this exchange has uh an an intent for Mm -hmm. the purpose of the exchange you know like we're talking about the you know love is nothing in the game of tennis Mm -hmm. you know uh game set match let's go McEnroe. (laughs) um to wit it's just banter Mm -hmm. um conversation i really love someone who can just I, and you're great at this. Like you say, a chameleon. I'm a uh, Aries sun, Aries moon, Pisces rising. Yeah. Um, so it's a wild combo, <laughs> lots of fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I need to, you know, think about uh, and not think about. I, I want to not think. I want to be caught by surprise and I want to be, okay, okay, great. I need to be on my feet now. Yes. I need to be on my feet now. I want to be surprised by that. Like, oh, yes. you're somebody I've got to keep up with. You're mm-hmm. somebody who's going to make me keep my phone in my pocket. Never mm-hmm. mind on the table or face down or what have you. You're going to make me want to. My intent is in this exchange here. Yes. 
Absolutely. And um, whether that's, you know, because I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. Um, I have done that because it's a little bit different on the, uh, on the other side of the spectrum. But I also code switch a lot. So mm-hmm. I try to match that person's energy mm-hmm. a lot um, mm-hmm. and, and, and give them what um, they're, they're asking for. And I'm done with that. I used to do that a lot. Mm. Um, give them what they're asking for because I'm I'm service oriented. Uh-huh. I, I'm like, okay, how can I how can I uh, build you up? And it's like, no, I I, I want to be built up because I know my worth. And you know, yeah. prop me up, I'll prop you up, but prop me up first because you know, there's too many exchanges where I've been the one doing the emotional labor. I've been doing all well, of the stuff, and not for not Berkeley, but you're. A professor, you're a college professor, you invest in your students on the daily. So I think for you, it's a lot of, you know, labor, mentally taxing, emotionally taxing labor. So when you are dating someone, you don't want to do that because that's, isn't that kind of mirroring your work and what yes. you do within your student, with your students? Asking questions like, so, so what do I mean? when I mentioned this, well, how does that relate to the last thing we were talking about? Yeah. yeah. It's like, whoa, this yeah. is like pulling teeth. I am not a dentist. I did not take <laughs> biomed in undergrad, you know, for a reason. And this is right. one of them um, because I, I'm not ready to get in your mouth like that. Right. Uh, but I do want stuff coming out of your mouth being, you know, dialogue uh, mm-hmm. and, and this exchange, this you know, throw the ball back to me. Um, and I'm not big on sports, but I've always loved tennis, uh, maybe because of Serena and Venus, but I've just, That's yeah. truly the only reason why I started watching tennis when I was a kid. Um, cause I watched Venus and Serena and that's how I learned the game. And that was really, truly the only sport on TV that I actually liked watching. Um, right. so it's just so funny that you, you, <laughs> you bring up that, um, that exact like analogy because it's so easy to have kind of like a sports analogy um when it comes to um interpersonal relationships in general right um i read a really good quote and i i um i reposted it and shared it um on the 30 pause uh instagram Mm. page yesterday and it said sexual attraction is great but have you ever experienced intellectual chemistry and I need you to stimulate my brain before we're stimulating mm-hmm. anything else. Because mm-hmm. okay? it leads those those neurons firing. Once they start going, you start to feel that sensation in your chest, which I guess is butterflies. Yeah. And it goes down to the PQs and the CWs. Okay. Because it's like, it's like, holy smoke. And so I'm like, I didn't know I still had this in me, you know, yeah. at this age. I didn't know I was, you know, a virile youth, but it's like, holy cow you're you're you know it's it's not just your interest it's your knowledge and I don't mean to sound like oh I'm an intelligentsia but it's like oh I'm having to be on my feet with you yes. I'm having to I'm having to think it's a dance. I'm having to yeah it's a, it's a dance it's a tennis mm-hmm. match you know the ball is going back and forth and then you know when the ball hits the net Mm-hmm. That it, and, and both parties respect that it has hit the net. Well, you know, maybe you did it or they missed the ball and right. they recognize they missed the ball. It's so great because it's like there's there's a knowledge there and there's there's laughter. 
and it's like it's not taken so seriously and it's like you know that's where the banter comes in and it can become more and more fun because it's just ongoing it's not a dead pause it's not like awkward oh yeah I've never read that or oh I I don't know yeah exactly and choke me yeah exactly and you were like you gotta make me laugh I 100% will make them laugh a lot of the times but like are you making me laugh Mm. like you know like I I I I want I don't want to be the the you know the one (laughs) serving the ball all the time exactly that's That's, not how tennis works eventually it goes to the other side exactly and you change sides of the court exactly. and it's like come on yeah. and sometimes it's doubles but we'll go in too far with it now because we're <laughs> going too far in the analogy but you know it's like uh whether it's just dipping all over the net or you know inside the line um it's just it's so much you know fun it's it's none of this i don't i don't understand what you mean kind of stuff right. or anything like that there's no disconnect and right. when that those neurons are firing and you're so you make other people laugh, right? Mm-hmm. And you're doing that service work that that's labor. Mm-hmm. And they need to also then reciprocate and recognize, okay, this is, you know, to keep it with tennis, this is engaging. This is a sport activity. This is, this can be fun. We can get endorphins from this. Yeah. Um, truly, I believe it because, you know, when you're both just lobbing back and forth, it's just, it's so much friggin' fun. And like I said, when it's 40 love, that's, that's good too, because love is nothing in the game of tennis. And I I, I freaking, when I, when I hit that in my head, I was like, uh, (laughs) match point, baby, match point. Yeah. And it catches you by surprise because then there's an attraction there. And I think you mentioned like cohabitation and I'm, I have left uh, my thirties this year. Um, Sadly, Uh, (laughs) forties are, uh, a lot of fun, let me tell well, you. Well, honey, I'm, but, I'm halfway there, though. So I got five more years of 30 pods. Well, <laughs> actually, really, technically, like, four and some change. But continue. But you're, you know, some of these things you're talking about, we're talking about, uh, I'm, I'm, it's not just, you know, the 20-year-olds or the, the 30-year-olds. Sometimes it's these 40-year-olds who are also professors. Mm-hmm. who are also professionals mm-hmm. and you know one guy I was uh dating I don't want to go too far into detail but um you know I'm expecting him to be a professional calling me every night and I'm like okay all right so you know we're getting to know each other this was uh last year uh 2021 um late 2021 and um for frame of reference it was first time post-covid that I had really uh put myself back out there yeah and um you know he was calling every night wanting me to come over every weekend um I had just moved to Pensacola so I was like okay great you know we'll go out to eat stuff like that the conversation was pretty much uh I've been guilty of it too um especially after a long-term relationship so I was I was giving allowances there Mm -hmm. um and this went on for about uh six weeks and I would get texts whenever I would leave his place, you know, and it was very, you know, static form clean. And I get it. I get it. But I'm also like, A, we're not teenagers. Like I get sometimes right. there's that, you know, I, I really like you and I really want to be around you. Giddy. I get that. That's the giddiness. Yeah. The, the elementary giddiness. giddiness. I, yeah, I get mm-hmm. it. But it's like, at some and I point, get that. I'm also, 
yeah, I'm also an adult and you're also an adult. And I'm like, dude, we don't have that much more to talk about every night you know so as far as cohabitation and stuff goes and not wanting a roommate it's like dude you have to recognize that yeah getting to know one another eventually you are going to fall into those uh patterns and behaviors of talking about your past or your ex or whatever yeah uh, because there's nothing else to talk about or in this case he just got really juvenile and immature because you know he had a hundred thousand followers on tiktok and all this jazz and i'm like great awesome (laughs) And so he was a funny guy. And so whenever I would try to like reciprocate the, the energy he was giving or the content he was giving and try to steer it somewhere else, he would just go off and like be quiet. And I'm like, well, it's getting late. Let's get off the phone. And he just start, no, no, no. I'll just like being on the phone with you. And I started to have like flashbacks of some other uh, situations I won't get into. And, and yeah. he would make like really juvenile noises. And I'm like, are you seriously making fart noises? And then uh, I guess I, you know, I felt bad when this eventually culminated into something, but I was like, okay, I've got to facilitate some kind of dialogue with you that goes somewhere else or that structures our conversations if this right. is going to continue, because yeah. I had no expectations of romance, you know. And then of this- course that on that's work on your end. You're like, I have yeah. to formulate this dialogue. Now I have to give this person sentence starters and topic ideas. And yeah, through card games. Freaking work. That is work. <laughs> Dating in general doesn't matter how old you are. If you are trying to actively date and put yourself out there, it's physically, mentally, and emotionally taxing. And Very. for at unpaid. This point, uh, unpaid unpaid and and at this point in my life like I'm only going to be able to give so much yes as I take my hoops off honey I because <laughs> I'm tired live. you did that so okay? effortlessly, that so effortlessly. <laughs> sorry for derailing but like there's a card game called we're not really strangers okay. and I you know brought that over and um you know it, it's structured to where you ask questions of the other person or you know you tell something about yourself so it structures based on these different levels or phases right Mm -hmm. and we never got to the last phase because he was always like oh you know oh take your shirt off I want to feel you're so hairy in your chest and all that jazz and I'm like, oh, good God, come on. I know I'm not that great, but I know I'm great, but whatever. I'm like, let's stay focused. Let's the not get into the- is freaking adorable. You have such cool style. Like you're a total fucking Betty. Are you kidding me? Stop. Stop it. Anyways. But yeah. it's like, you know, let, let's, let's, I was trying to keep it focused. And, um, you know, the next morning um, I stayed over, nothing, nothing kinky or anything. Cause you mm-hmm. know, I had boundaries. And uh, because, you know, some guys, you do that when you're trying to figure out something and they they cut it off. And I'm like, I'm not I'm not going to give you that because the last I, I don't I lost count of the body count. But, you know, uh, I, I, I haven't I haven't gotten anything out of it from that exchange. But I definitely damn make sure that they do. And that is also where. Mm-hmm. Jeez, you know, I was hoping we could get beyond that and mature this. A little bit more because we're still in like a six, seven, eight week phase of getting to know each other, even though you call me every night mm-hmm. um, and want me to come over every weekend. And um, then I was doing laundry and stuff and I got another text and he was like, uh, I don't think uh, 
it's a really long text about there's not um, an attraction there. And I was like, well, you could have told me because I thought I wasn't, I was trying to catch up and kind of, you know, because you weren't explicitly saying anything, but I was getting that vibe from you. So I was trying to match it, but also set your level of expectation and almost entitlement. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I'm glad it, it ended, but I kind of was like, well, what the heck did I do wrong here? Because I'm trying to, to, to set the stage and, you know, um, get everything, the lighting and all that stuff here, go into another allegory, but it's like, <laughs> if, then they can't be, and then it's like, okay, well that I do know now where your emotional maturity was because yeah. you, and I hate to say that I'm at a different level. I've worked very hard and I'm continuing to work on myself, but it's like, um, your emotional maturity, you know, you might've had expectations and you couldn't even articulate that. Instead, you had to yeah. say that you weren't attracted and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that's not the vibe I was getting. I never yeah. wanted any, you know, we never had this conversation. Yeah, it's almost you're, like a cop out. rubbing on my chin. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. dude, dude, dude. Yeah. And, um, and then there's so many different scenarios where it's just like these guys, um, they, they want something and they can't really say what they want. And the only one is then that uh, initial lucky, lucky role that I had uh, where it was like, we know exactly where we're at. We're on the same level. You know, there's some people where you don't even have to communicate those, those things to because it's understood that there are no expectations and you can have the dance, you can have the tennis match and then go about your business. Yeah. And then if, if, the stars align again you get that opportunity again I think, and that's why I just crave the other more absolutely I think you said two words within our conversation and it's the two e's expectations and entitlement you are not entitled of my time and my energy no no you're not you're not not even if we were in a relationship you know Correct. I'm sorry you're not because Correct. you know uh, I really we're both mm -hmm. working hopefully yeah. don't get in that situation <laughs> well girl. we all Do we have not. standards so one must be working owning a car yeah. having a home yeah. or apartment i've been on the other side of that um, yeah and you don't want to raise a grown man you can't no. do it disney lied to you okay disney, disney lied. lied to you you can't give up what you got for the man the what's you know part of their world mm -hmm. uh, uh trust me Ariel. be my equal or better exactly and and bell you cannot change a beast uh and vice versa mm -hmm. um you, you know you you know and you shouldn't be the you know she, she these characters had lives of their own things of their own and we're telling young people girls whomever right. um all these romantic expectations and i think that sets up a, a structure and a a a, a, a social conditioning for these types of things but uh even in a relationship like even if you're partners um you know you're not you know i'm at this stage where i like my king size bed mm. and i want my king size bed to myself period you know i don't know how i ever slept honey you better starfish in, in that bed you better starfish <laughs> up in that bed i do i do anytime um, i'm in a king size at a hotel i'm like yes <laughs> And I worked hard for this king size bed. I worked I hard for this full, king size. I had a full size and I was in a long-term relationship. And I'm like, how the hell did two six foot plus dudes <laughs> sleep together in a slatted, which mm -mm. you kept breaking. I have a full, full right now. Bed. I have a 
have a full right now, but I'm a party of one and I'm also five, three. So, um, yeah, if I ever get to the point where I'm really into him and we're committed and I'm cohabitating, uh, we're getting a king size because we can kind yeah. of be cute after a while. Do not breathe your stale air on me. And we are over here. I'm over here. You're over there. Period. And there are different <laughs> ways to do relationships nowadays. Yeah. I know people uh, who are married and sleep in different rooms and yeah. people are like, oh, and I'm like, no, that's actually a great idea because I can't handle snoring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I am, I am a light sleeper. It takes mm. me a long time to get to sleep and the slightest thing will wake me up. And if you're a tosser and turner, I, you know, I'm awake. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. I, I don't care if it's a California king. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So um, back uh, when I was always on TikTok, like definitely during the pandemic um, because it was just so entertaining. Um, I recall seeing this older couple and it was this girl's grandparents and she essentially featured them on her TikTok. And it was like the biggest views she received on her page was her grandparents. And this older couple um, lived in a duplex and he had her side and he, and, and then he had his own side. And I was like, this is fucking genius. This mm. is genius. This would actually work with me. Like, not kidding. Like, I'm not, I don't need to have, like, the togetherness all the time, right? I always have to give a big nod, a big, big nod to those couples who work together and live together because I yeah. absolutely cannot imagine that. Yeah. I can't. I absolutely can't. Because I, again, I just crave my alone time and I crave my own space. And I have been living by myself for years. I live back home in this, you know, little town in Indiana in a very affordable city because I need to live by myself. Like, mm. I'm, not, I'm not trying to find a roommate, nor do I want a roommate, you know? Mm. And, um... I think past mistakes with my dating life is that I rushed into things. I immediately rushed into relationships or we yeah. would just get so like punch, like drunk love that we were just like, Oh, immediately from like date two, we were just like seeing each other every day. And then it's just like, I don't want, I don't want this person that I'm dating to start getting on my nerves. I don't mm. want problems to be happening three months in. The first six months to a year should be absolute fucking bliss. Like it should be fun. It should be just the getting to know each other. And I think even if we weren't, you know, we, I haven't cohabitated in years, but I, I would, you know, oh, we go to your house tonight. We go to my house tonight. And it was just, those were just like huge mistakes that I made. Um, and that's, you know, a big reason why some of my past relationships didn't work. And that's great because every single time one of my relationships didn't work, I dated someone better mm. every single time, you know? And I love that because I would get stuck on people for <clears throat> a minute, you know what I mean? And be like, well, why don't they like me? And, and I would be the dehydrated, thirsty one. Like I would be that person that was just like, well, when does he, not, why doesn't he want to hang out with me? Why does he want to do that? And it was really like, so not who I am now anymore. 
And it's also, it's just, it gave me a good realization of like, oh my gosh, I was, I was this to that person. No wonder they didn't want <laughs> like, mm. they were like, and we're done here, you know? And, yeah. And, yeah. and that's the beautiful thing of, of really truly getting over someone is the other side, because when we're not leaving or we're not, we're trying to still hang on to a love or we're trying Ooh. to still making something work. We're blocking a blessing. We're blocking yeah. a blessing that's coming our way. Truly. Mm-hmm. You know, because every single time, every time I got into a relationship and we broke up, my next relationship or whoever I was dating next, better, even better. Showed me, yeah. you know, what it's like to truly be treated like a woman. And then they really truly brought out my feminine qualities and my, my feminine energy way more than, you know, I wanted and having those open and honest conversations in still in dating, it's totally okay. And I don't know why it's so hard for some to, to, to grasp. And I think just because maybe of a lack of experience, but date Mm -hmm. as many people as much as you want, like as much as possible. Date as many people as much as possible so that you are are weighing out all of your options and you're understanding what you like. Because I will tell you, you're going to know what you don't want way more than what you want. Yeah. Through your, through your 100. experiences. 100. Yeah. 100. The only way you can ascend uh climb that ladder is to have those experiences to get to where you want to be not necessarily saying you know stepping over one person but you like you're saying you're learning something you're like oh I learned this about me I learned this about that that experience that relationship this is my takeaway um it's a lesson you know and this it's a lesson yeah it's a lesson and you you have the only way I think you can do that those people who get in relationships I applaud them you know straight out of high school or they they, they wet up and get married in their twenties, you know, God bless them. Um, I was practically one of them, 29, I guess, uh, when I got a uh, civil partnership and then eventually marriage. Um, and then boom, <laughs> within a <laughs> year of it becoming a marriage, boom. but, um, God bless them because it is work. There are things you have to consider and, you know, you get talked into these things like, you know, this idea that you have to, it's like, you know, sometimes you have to look at the person you become Mm. with that, with that other person when you're in a long-term relationship and you have, you, I had some hard conversations with myself. It's like, I don't even like who I have become um, because I lived a life and I am an outgoing person. I forced myself to be, thanks to my mother, an outgoing person. I did things at Gulf Coast that, you know, somebody from my background would never have done which you and everybody else I knew there did much more. But for me, that was big. And then to do what else I did, you know, coming from the background that I have uh, was a big deal. And suddenly, boom, that stopped because I was trying to meet someone where they were at and change for them. And I think more and more relationships like the fella that I rebound with, I learned that it could be fun and it could be less serious and there didn't have to be this perfunctory finish. Yeah. You know, there didn't have to be any kind of, you know, expectation in yeah. the dance or the game. 
Wow. Like, you know, if it hit the net, to use that analogy again, I don't know how uh, uh, outside of PG-13 you want me to get, but there doesn't have to be the coitus. You know what I mean? There could be just banter. There could be fooling around, making out, whatever. You know, it doesn't have to lead to uh, a sex ed class. This happens and this happens when a baby is born or whatever, you know? It's like, no. And I kind of wonder too, like, just like, you know, with these movie stars and some of these celebrities where you're uh, looking at, you know, um, the finished product you're looking or Instagram where you're seeing a side of the story. I, I often wonder too, uh, and I'm learning a lot with uh, this licensure and mental health counseling is that things aren't always what they seem when it comes to those relationships. There's a lot of things that people just aren't articulating and communicating about um, what they're giving up and what they're sacrificing. And, and sometimes it's good if they're articulating and communicating that I'm doing this because this is what I want. That's great. As long as you know that you're sacrificing or doing this because this other thing is what makes it worth it. That's great. If you've got that articulation, but if you're having those conversations with yourself and you're not liking the end result and you're finding it's not worth it, you need to pack up and move on instead of trying to, to keep it going. And as far as dating goes and all that stuff. Yeah. That's why it's important because you get to see that really quickly uh nowadays with some fellas you get to see that really quickly uh sometimes it's the first date sometimes it's six weeks out sometimes you can have those like in seattle uh uh last year um when i went to seattle for thanksgiving you know i had a great connection with a fella it was fun it was exciting um and good conversation everything else good chemistry um but you know um, no expectations, no entitlement on either side. This yeah. is this, and this is what we're going to do. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm a hundred percent with you on needing the, uh, it needs to be both parties fully engaged, fully on the court, mm-hmm. fully intent on the moment. Absolutely. Whatever happens may happen, but the moment right now is this mm-hmm. and you know, the other stuff might happen. We might, we might go, uh, God, I'm trying to keep the tennis out, uh, analogy. <laughs> you know, we might go to, we might go to nationals. <laughs> we might go to regionals. Uh, yeah. Or whatever. We might go to the world cup. We might go to Wimbledon. The Wimbledon, know, but, US Open. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You know, we might do that, but it depends on how we're playing the game and how well the game not to make it sound like a frivolous game but it is an exchange and if you're gonna play a game if you're gonna roll the dice if you're gonna do dungeon and dragon i want to circle back into uh the fact that we were talking about not only just our crazy tennis match analogy but i wanted to ask you what was um your absolute most worst date and or experience you've ever been on if you are so brave and willing to share, because I will definitely share mine. Can I share mine first? Yes, please. Okay. Okay. So I'm going I'm to let you ponder because I kind of put you on the spot there. Um, okay. So I, I think this was probably like 2015, 2016, Heather. And this was a very, very insecure, very insecure Heather, especially 2016. Yeah, especially when it came to just like dating and figuring out like 
um, intentions and who is, I, I, I was very naive and thinking like, um, there was a lot less assholes in the world. Mm. <laughs> so, um, so I met this guy online and I'm running a bit tardy. Um, but not extremely, but at the fact that I just want to make sure he's there before I'm driving there. So mm. essentially I'm about like 10, 15 minutes away. And my first red flag was the fact that he was very annoyed that I was a bit tardy. And mm. I'm not talking like an hour. I'm talking like 10, 15 minutes. Okay. Mm. So that should have been my red flag and my gut instinct. This is like my constant lesson that I was learning in my twenties was not following my gut. Mm. Not, I mean, in every, in every situation, personally, professionally, you know, your gut is your primordial brain. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, that was my gut instinct was like, fuck, I should just turn around, but I didn't. And I stuck it out and I went, Mm. so I get there and, um, you know, tall and handsome and he was just like hey how are you okay good um you want to get a drink and i'm like okay so buys me a drink and we're talking and he's like um you know let's kind of get out of here and go somewhere a little bit quieter i'm like okay well yeah let's do that i was like well i got a couple bars you know that i know of my neighborhood that we can actually have a conversation and we're not like kind of screaming and yelling at each other because the restaurant was just like kind of loud and um so we get to this little spot at my and at and around my neighborhood and um you know we're talking and i forget really how it went but he was like a person he was a personal trainer and um you know i was like oh nice so we're talking about just like different like uh gyms or different like classes and workouts that you know i liked to do um mind you i was just like very insecure in my body mind you i was probably like a good 45 pounds less than what i weigh now and extremely insecure about my body so um and he said yeah he's like oh yeah i mean you could you could drop away easily and he went to pinch the fat on my hips and he (laughs) he pinched the fat on my hips and he was like oh yeah we could definitely get rid of that and i just like froze you 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 froze i froze i froze okay this is 2016 heather okay 2016 heather no 2022 2023 heather i would have smacked a bitch and walked right the yeah catch these hands (laughs) catch these hands catch these hands i would have probably called a charge some security somebody Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah right but this and i and i just see his bmi right (laughs) right which bmi is total bullshit but um yeah I'll just go in with the personal trainer. Yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm just like, oh my god, and I'm and I'm fr- and I'm frozen, and I and I don't, and I no one's ever done that, and now I'm 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 violated. I'm even more wow. hyper aware and insecure, mm-hmm. and to make matters worse, he's out of money, and I have to pick the tab. So that was by far my absolute most worst date um, that I have ever, ever been on. Not only was I just like insulted for having bigger hips, 
Um, but then he was a broke ass on top of that. Wow. So, yeah, that was for sure probably the worst day in my life. <laughs> I was so upset with myself that I even allowed myself to continue and allowed myself to not follow my gut instinct of him being just like really annoyed that I was 10, 15 minutes tardy to the party. That was by far my absolute worst date. I've been on worst dates or I've been on horrible dates, but that was the worst for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. I I, I feel you. I wish uh, it's moments like those. You wish you could go back yeah. and, 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 and reframe mm-hmm. the situation. Totally. Oh, absolutely. But you know, I was like 26 and, and yeah. 27 and I just was starting to really just like still I was just still dating and I didn't know mm-hmm. that the quality of men were who, who I was choosing was how I felt about myself it was just a direct reflection of how I felt about myself Ooh, um, yeah and and really that's that was Ooh. uh that was a hard lesson to learn and I and I didn't Very hard. stop learning that lesson for about I would say about another year after that so yeah, you have to learn how to forgive yourself too. But I was yes. so, so upset about my, uh, I was mad at myself that I tolerated that, that I froze. Um, and I really didn't give that much thought up until a couple of years ago when I was just, you know, pondering and sitting in my mom's basement and like, you know, the pandemic happened. And I'm like, why did I even allow that to happen? Like that was mm-hmm. beyond fucked up. And mm-hmm. like, you know, but what could I, and, but what could I've done also, he was a very big, intimidating man, mm-hmm. right? So his size alone was very intimidating. And mm-hmm. um, there was a bit of fear, like, am I safe? Like, is I... this, do, what do I do? You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that was. By far the worst state I've ever been on, for sure. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you brought a lot of context to that. I, I want to touch on first that from the moment I saw you, uh, and I think that was in our uh, math class. We're not going to talk about which math class that was. Ooh, that was probably um, like my before... fourth attempt at math in college. <laughs> honey, honey, let's not talk about my jumps, okay? Because. Uh, Oof, my mom helped me with a lot homeschooling, but I had a third grade education. I went from third grade, got went and took the GED test, got the GED, went through the college placement test, and started with one class a semester. So when I found, I, I waited for those math classes. I was like, mm, avoid, avoid, because you know I was made to feel stupid every time. Uh, you know, what do you mean you don't know this? You know, well, what do you mean you were homeschooled? You know, because that's what I said. Anywho, mm-hmm. don't want to get off on that, but I get that 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 sense of insecurity, and I hate that you ever ever had to experience yeah. any kind of sensation of that because I knew from the moment I saw you, all those years ago. We're not going to talk about how many years ago they were, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I just knew you had a magnetism and an ability to present and an ability to. I've been told I take the oxygen out of the room, which I think is kind of an insult. But uh, uh, I, for you, you know, you just, you bring space and oxygen to a room and you, you have 
a light about you that just draws. Um, so yeah, I had to say that because, you know, my heart immediately went there, especially when you talked about, um, the fear, because I haven't, as a man, I haven't experienced that except for in that first relationship in the beginning, you know, feeling like, you know, oh, I have to do these things because right. I didn't know I had no frame of reference. Mm. Um, and I don't want to go into the trauma, trauma, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, meme yeah. of trauma, trauma. <laughs> um, but yeah. that's the only time I can, I can, uh, really say as a man, I've related because, uh, something kicked in on me. Mm. Um, um, during that, after that, you know, I've had some pretty weird, 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 um, encounters, dates, um, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them, uh, from going out to the, the very few in Panama city, what was it? Splash. Um, yeah. I think Fiesta had shut by the time yes. I came back in 20, 2016. Um, but yeah. splash, which is like the size of a closet. Yeah. Um, oh my god i forgot about that bar does so it even exist it can't tiny. exist anymore they cannot so it does yeah it does oh, um and they bring in performers but um i've had straight guys i'm going to tell you a couple okay because I, I don't know if you want me to tell you about that uh scenario earlier which was yes. very similar about pay yeah um but uh i've had i've had um i don't want to throw out title because you know small town we come from but i've had straight men whom i've worked with who had we you know i go out with the girls because you know we had a really awesome just team um me and the ladies uh where i worked and um at, at, at the high school and um this guy who i worked with we walked into one of the straight bars newbies because there's like 24 million of them sure, on Panama sure. city beach yeah and i am so used to being trespassed from a very young age uh and as far as like ignoring it other than that relationship experience where i felt like i had to yeah do these things um to where i just kind of brush it off and i didn't pay attention to it but this guy was persistent and he came up and stuck his tongue in my ear and and i didn't realize who it was and he said if i was gay i would fuck you and my immediate reaction, because something in me, like I said, after that long-term relationship, snapped. Mm-hmm. For, and, you know, thankfully I wasn't on that series. <laughs> I'm not a professional widow uh, like Tori Amos <laughs> sings about. But uh, I, I, I say I am. I'm a, I'm a widow, widower. But uh, I'd rather be. But uh, I just turned to him and I said, you wouldn't be doing the fucking Right. Uh, and I wasn't lit. I wasn't drunk yet. I was just like the, the caucasity of these men <laughs> yeah. in this area. You know, yeah. I, don't, you, I don't care if you would. I would not. But if there was happening, this is how it would go. Yeah. Because, well, what a violation of space. Me. Yeah. Nothing's yeah. getting between me and my CK jeans. But I see, mm-hmm. I didn't even think of that at first. And because that kind of stuff comes later for me where I'm like, yeah. crap, that, you know, that, that, that trespassing of my body and i guess because i was so used to it um but i kind of just brush it off i don't have those feelings of fear um sometimes i do i've grown to like i have been beaten down since i came back to the panhandle like i was just like whoa um the amount of homophobia and um just weirdness from straight guys i'm like Dude, just go get your wife to peg you. Sorry, I yeah. took it from PG thirteen, but I'm like, you know, if that's what you want, she's got she's got ten digits probably and some toes. <laughs> you know, 
I am not going to punch your guts. Okay. That's not my bag. <laughs> right. Um, right. You know, I draw a line somewhere. Sorry. I got a little X-rated there. She's but, got uh, boundaries. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I'm like, there are ways to get to those kinds of things, but mm-hmm. you know, we're not in a boxing ring. I definitely know nothing about boxing. We'll stick to tennis. Mm. Uh, but um, one online, you know, um, one of my starting on the apps, what I found really freaky and scary. And when I was like, you know what, I'm going to pay for a subscription just so I have some privacy control. Right. Was uh, messages like, I just saw you in Target. You're oh. really hot. I, you know, and I'm like, you know, looking around like, what the hell? And uh, I'm just like, okay, that's creepy. Um, because, you know, it's like four feet away, three feet away, whatever, that kind of stuff uh whatever it's just it's like woo, that's kind of creepy so i wanted that turned off because i'm like uh-uh no because i'm gonna post a face photo yeah on those things. you know yeah, i'm gonna absolutely. and i don't deal with the no faces and i don't deal with the torsos mm-hmm. because you know that's not what i'm about i'm not uh, here to wash clothes on your abs period.com i'm so sick of these shirtless pictures stop yeah. i don't yeah. care and don't, don't give me your profile where you're telling me what you will and won't do because it's like, you know, um, that's why my profile is pretty, uh, it's basically a Tori Amos lyric um, <laughs> because I'm like, if you can get through this and all your crap, then maybe we'll talk and you've got a sense yeah. of humor because I'm like, you know, I, when I'm serious on it uh, and telling you about myself, you know, it, it doesn't matter anyway. So at least you're yeah. going to maybe respond and, and have a conversation. Um, but I met up with a, uh, too many to count guys where um they'd be like you don't look like your picture and i'm like uh no because guess what it's two-dimensional and i know how to do lighting and you're sending me cockpits and you don't know how to do an angle like you know it could look good but you make it look freaky and also where are your testicles but anywho uh, i'm not a front door person anyways i'm more right. about a, i'm more of an ass man i i for an ass and i'm very judgmental and i'm dick picky uh, uh, I, uh, oh, it's freaky. I, um, no, and I'm sorry. American men have no sense of hygiene, gay, oh. straight, or otherwise. They have no sense of hygiene. Oh. Um, some guys prefer that. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, no. Uh-uh, I don't want stank. I don't want none of that junk. Fresh and clean. Fresh and clean, <clears throat> babe. Mm-hmm. Fresh and clean. So I guess the 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 kind of most awkward date experience I've had. Uh, Besides having Mexican and then uh, throwing up on a guy on his back. <laughs> I drank too much. I drank too much. I threw up on his back. Um, uh, but I got back down on it. I was like, it was, <laughs> it was, yeah, horrible TMI. But I was like, shit. But he was so in the moment, he didn't even notice it. Uh, I was like, okay, damn. And here I am. Good for you, really babe. Good for you. Yeah, I was Ugh. like, I'm going, because it was at his place. I wasn't going to use his sheets. I was like, oh, I'm okay, sorry about my public sub. Let me just, oop, and we. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me do a Kirby here. Uh, because, yeah, I won't go into too much other details about what I do. Um, but anywho, <laughs> um, yeah, so the other one was similar to yours, but not as trespassing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when uh me and this guy um you know uh we're talking um we our first like little meetup we went um to barnes and noble coffee shop talked 
went back to my place, talked. It was good. There was there was no entitlement, no expectation. Good, good, good. So we carried on, chat and stuff. I could smell the pot on him. So, you know, I could get, that's why he probably couldn't carry on a conversation. But for mm. the most part, he seemed like a nice guy. Okay. Um, and I'm getting to know him and stuff. Did not know immediately um, the whole sitch with him. Um, so a uh, couple of other meetups and stuff. And, uh, you know, we decided to go out to eat. And, you know, we're like, oh, okay, um, well, I, I'm about to get off. Uh, he's currently in between jobs. So I get it because COVID, you know, mm-hmm. hit his what he was doing. Um, so he's changing gears, but he's got a house and everything. So I'm like, you know, you've got your own. You're not going to because I've had some guys, you know, be like, I'm ready to move in with you. And I'm, I've been like, dude, this is too soon. I've been yeah. in this situation. I've been where you're at. You know, I'm trying to talk to them one-to-one and I've had them like get really pissed off with me and throw their job title at me. And I'm like, great, you're a realtor, you know, that don't impress me much. Shania Twain. But it's like uh, this date. So we're like, okay, I'm like, I'm going to go home, shower, get ready to go meet at six. Mm -hmm. Um, I get there about 6.15. ask you know if there's a table there and his name no okay said my name no i'm like okay then let's get a table both of our names Mm -hmm. um and then i text him i was like i'm here um you know no no response back yet uh then it gets to be seven o'clock then it gets to be uh almost eight so two hours late officially yeah which you know i'm fine i'm fine you know, he texted and said he's on the way. I'm like, where are the, you know, I'm, I'm new-ish to Pensacola. I've been here a year, okay. but I'm just like, where the hell? What end of town? Because I know traffic is crazy here too, but I'm like, okay. are you on like the Warrington side? Like what? Yeah. The West End side? Um, they were in Panama over... City, honey. <laughs> <clears throat> right? I'm like, where the hell? And then it turns out <clears throat> he gets, so some more detail about the restaurant situation i'm there for a long time i'm going through the starters and i'm like the waitress kept coming back and like checking on me and you know do you want more do you want more uh start you know the things they give you uh Mm -hmm. uh, as courtesy and i'm like she's either concerned somebody's not going to show up or my initial thought was she thinks i'm just going to fill myself up fill yourself up yeah So I'm like, let me go ahead and order, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and order. And uh, I went ahead and ordered about seven thirty, seven forty-five, um, because I thought she was like getting nervous. And I think the restaurant shut at like half past nine. Oh. Um, dude rolls up, and he's got kids. Kids, children. Children. We're talking five and six, or oh. five, six, seven. <laughs> your nephews and bear in mind this is like half past eight i think um <clears throat> i had already eaten i had already paid i had already tipped um because i at that by the you know i eat fast yeah um uh it's one of the reasons i like this one fellow i'm liking right now is because that boy can put down a put down a meal honey he likes <laughs> to eat uh, and i like to see it okay because you know i think back to the sound of music where they're all having dinner and the dad's like i'm gonna get indigestion from her talking you know when it's time to eat it's time to eat we'll talk time who's to gonna eat. get cold right <clears throat> so uh 
Because when it's time to play tennis, it's time to play tennis. So it's time to eat, it's time to eat. So uh, otherwise, you know, you're sitting there with cold food. So unless I ordered a salad, um, which I did not. So I'd already eaten and stuff. He shows up with these two boys. Two kids. You know, I'm cool with kids. I'm great. But I'm just like, what the heck? What the heck? They don't look nothing like him. So I thought they were his nephews. And, uh, you know, he orders, orders for them. And I get up to excuse myself to go to the restroom. I come back and he goes, the boys are really concerned. I said, what about what? About what? I had no context. Mm-hmm. I had no context. Uh, you know, and that, and it seemed like a pregnant kind of pause, yeah. you know, where it was like, what? Because my mind, ADHD, I'm racing. I'm like, concerned about what? Who the hell are they? Mm-hmm. You know, because we hadn't even justified that really. I hadn't really gotten to that story. And we ain't got time for it tonight. But uh, he goes, they're concerned about who's going to pay. When I tell you. Um, <clears throat> I just I want you I'm to still- know, like five, six, seven year olds aren't concerned about who's going to pay. He just used them as a crutch to say, oh, you're going to pay for me. Exactly, because I'm like a kid will say the darndest thing. Yeah, a kid if they were concerned financially, because I know some kids, you know, depending on familial and how you're growing up and stuff, sometimes you become an adult really early. I so you know, yes, I get that, but I also, yeah, I'm totally with you. He had set them up because Mm -hmm. I'm like the kids didn't say nothing, but of course now they're parroting what he said, Mm. and I'm like, uh, well, as you see, I have no food here. She done already done had hers. Uh, I don't pay. I don't paid. You know. So and I didn't know you were. You know. And you know, this was a mutual agreement. Rich. We're not in a relation. You know. <laughs> we're both professionals. You've this got you're independently crazy. wealthy or something because you're able to, you know, do all this stuff that you're doing out. You know, in between jobs because you know he's pulling down a lot. So I'm just like you know thinking through my head. I'm like, well, I've already you know eaten and i wasn't expecting to pay for you know three other people uh you know how awkward is this but you know i'm that i'm that bitch i'm gonna i'm gonna you know say it because if i don't you know Mm -hmm. uh and i was being truthful i wasn't expecting to pay for three other people i may have paid for him but not with that extreme lateness i get it things happen things come up clearly children were delivered by stork to his porch because that's what i'm thinking you know obviously this is why you check so long you got kids all of a sudden um <laughs> i'm like damn to a date. Oh. i know and i'm just like wow okay cool um so you know weird. and i'm trying to wrap all this around my head and then i notice you know he finally gets around to well you know accepting that he's gonna pay and homeboy she brings him the change and there were some ones there even, right? Okay. There were some ones, like four ones, a five, and a, a tenner. Mm-hmm. I thought, surely, surely, the ones. Surely, At surely. Least. Nada, nada, no tip. <gasps> <clears throat> so I was like, okay, maybe he, but I mean. Literally you know, on my dating profile. I think it says, like, what are some absolutely nots? And I'm like, um, bad manners, dirty fingernails, and bad tippers. 
Yeah. We do not. No, sir. Oh, that's number one for me. That's my church. Period. That's my church. I don't Period. tie to a church. I donate to a few select charities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, rain being one of them uh, annually uh, because, you know, uh, uh, what it stands for and what it does. I've used their resources before, but service workers, food industry, whether it's, you know, cutting hair at sports clips, I'm going to give them 200% of the tip. I don't care if the haircut was $25. This ticket is now a hundred because I'm sorry, some jobs, and I'm sorry, I know a lot of them get a lot of credit and I'm not demeaning it. I think, you know, public service, you know, your, your, your healthcare workers, your Mm, um, fire teachers, all Mm. that, your, your uh, firefighters, all that, you know, it's hard work, but also, um, there's different categories of what you've got to do to get there and what yes. your what you should know your expectations are and what you're getting Never paid. Never not but tip. service workers, yeah, uh, especially in a salon or something. Most of the time, like a teacher, you're paying for your own supplies, you're paying for your station. And a restaurant, you're. Pr- I don't care if you're getting paid, you know, um, fifteen dollars an hour or the two dollars so, or whatever. I'm still a- tipping you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not what it suggests either. Not depending on what I ordered either. Mm -hmm. I'm tipping you because guess what? It's always a minimum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't have to cook. I know you didn't probably cook it, but I didn't have to cook. I didn't have to prepare the meal. And to be quite honest, if I went to Target or Publix or even Walmart grocery store, I would have spent $78 on one meal. And wasted a lot of it because I wouldn't have eaten, eaten it all. And, I, you know, I would have tried to exactly. spread it out over the week because that's what I do. But still, time, energy, money, you know, it, it, and they're having to deal. And she had to deal with this one table for practically almost four hours, if I think about it, till close, you know, till just before close. So from six fifteen ish to... Yeah, and I'm like, he, ain't gonna, he must expect, he must. Have, he didn't even ask if I had tipped her, you know. So I'm like, you know what? I know where you stand. You know this. This isn't going. I know what kind of level we're dealing with. You brought a. You brought. Oh, not only are you like mad late, you brought your kids or these kids are they his? We don't know. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then. You didn't tip the server? No, that's strike one, two, and three. Never, ever, mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. ever again. No, no, because see, I, you know, at my age, I don't want to uh, mess my body up. So you kind of think, oh, wow, uh, the full package. You know, I don't have to worry about bearing any children. Uh, but <laughs> I'd never, I'd never do that, uh, <laughs> even if I could, because I'd make a lot of money. But uh, <laughs> anatomy speaking, and anatomically, but um i was just like dude you could have communicated that you were picking them up or they were going to be on the way or you know some justification because i got no response to my dicks to to my knowledge and um you know i'm like no 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 um so i think that was the most awkward i don't think it was like bad bad but it was definitely awkward as hell it's pretty um i've had some worse ones but yeah yeah well i mean it's just a lack of respect of your time and Mm -hmm. and you know anybody being that rude to others is only an indication of how rude they're 
essentially going to be to you or to themselves. You never want to date someone who is going to, you know, put someone else down or not pay the respects for someone else. Because essentially, to me, that's an exact uh, picture and mirror of how they're going to treat you and how they usually probably think or treat of themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, I want someone who thinks this is how I think myself. Like, I'm the shit, but I ain't shit at the same time. Right. Right. Like I'm the shit, meaning I'm one of one. Like I'm a rare gem. I love myself. I've it's taken serious fucking work to get here. I love that about me. I know what I represent. I know who I am. I know the kind of person I am. And I love that about myself. But I ain't shit because I'm no better than the homeless guy on the street. Exactly. To the maintenance man in my building, to any, I'm no one, I'm no better than you. We're yeah. all equal. So I'm the shit, but I ain't shit at the same time. Exactly. And not to uh, segue off into something totally different tangent, but you mentioned that about, but those are the people back to Gulf Coast, even mm-hmm. here where I'm at now, those are the people, the maintenance people, the, the, custodial um the people who are doing that those are the realest of the real the truest of the truth um uh for uh appreciation i get because you know i oh i i I, when they come in my office to get my garbage or whatever honey i'm up and getting it i'm like uh uh-uh i'm i I never had it done for me before i ain't never doing it again i'm gonna get it and i got them all uh target gift cards because i'm like you know y'all are getting paid probably crap so I bought, you know, because I bought them Target gift cards because I was like, you know, I ain't going to get you a, a, a friggin' whatever they're going to get you a plaque or whatever. I'm going to go do my own thing and get you gift cards uh, because, you know, uh, I appreciate what you do. And y'all are real of real to me. Y'all talk to me yeah. like I'm a human mm. because I, I I have that imposter syndrome that I don't yeah. belong here. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, the higher ups, you know, yeah, I can talk to the higher ups, but sometimes some people get in higher positions that that don't necessarily I don't know how they got there they had social capital and they had financial capital economic capital nepotism is really real (laughs) oh yeah that 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 (laughs) word that word especially in this area honey especially in the handle because she was the babysitter she was the babysitter the superintendent (laughs) I'm like oh good grief or the superintendent's grandchildren or whatever Uh, oh my god but uh no it's like they're the they're the true true and they 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 respect and they see somebody who's coming through adversity because they understand that and there's this uh, attitude that you know oh well they chose this job they could do something better you know back to the tipping thing and all that jazz and it's like no there's a social structure here and stratification that exists where you know it's they don't have all the opportunity yeah. No, or the time, you or, know, to achieve those opportunities. Either they didn't have the opportunity and 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 they're just kind of working and doing their best, or maybe it's just something that they chose and they like to do it. Yeah. Period. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be anything but that. And also it's really none of our business. Exactly. Like, it's none of our business. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not gonna treat them any less. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that. I'm not gonna treat them, I'm gonna, you know, I 
they've all always been um uh, that's just been where my heart is it's like yeah I get along with you I can I can mingle with those other people but this yeah. is where I am this is and this is me to circle back this is why I was saying I make such a great day because I am a conversationalist and I- and I can literally talk to anybody. I can talk to anybody. Exactly. Truly, anybody. Honey, take me to the trailer park and I'm going to have fun. Take me to the mansion. I'm going to have fun. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to figure it out. And I'm going to mingle and I'm going to make it do what it do. Make it work. Like, I'm truly a chameleon. So that's just like circling back to the, the beginning of our conversation. Like, I'm just like, wow, I make a really great date. Okay, got it. I guess that's giving off the in, the uh, the cues that I'm into you like that, and that's not where we're at. That's not where I'm at. Um, mm. so I just really appreciate you hopping on so last minute. I just loved how I was just recording, and this is definitely like a duo conversation. And I just love that the fact that I also got a male perspective too. And, um, you know, you've always been so, uh, so just supportive of me and my podcasts. And I just, I just love you so much, Burks. And you're just, I'm just so appreciative that we have continued this friendship for what, over 15 years now? Yeah. 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 It's been a long time. We haven't physically seen each other, but we have stayed in contact throughout the years. And I'm just so grateful. And I am so grateful too. And that's one of the key things about any kind of relationship is it doesn't matter the distance, the time, or whether or not you speak every day, you can pick right back up where you started. um, And you are excellent at that. Um, So thank you for what you are doing. I think it's important, um, not just for yourself, but for everyone else, for you to share your voice and to share these voices that you've brought on. So thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to edit this episode now. Like tomorrow night, I'm just going to be having my glass of wine being like, I like, I love doing this. I love doing this. And I told myself, Time and time again, when this stops being fun, when I'm I'm no longer having fun, when I feel like this has worked, then I'm going to stop. And I just haven't stopped because I have so much fun and I learn and it's just, it means it's everything to me. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. You do amazing work. You're oh, welcome. I thank love you. you. I'm going to wash my makeup off, get ready for bed, honey, because it's 30 pods. It's almost 11 p.m. She's about to... <laughs> Get some rest, girl. See, the time just flies. So, I know. Uh, have fun editing. Mm-hmm. And I know you'll do a great job. Keep it up, Heather. Get some rest. Love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.